I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream, episode 10 of season 2 of Masters of Horror. Did I get the title right, Christine? You did it. did. It took me a couple of tries, I won't lie. Uh, This is the episode directed by Tom Holland with a screenplay by David Scow, based on a short story by somebody else whose name I did not write down. Uh, John John Farris, who's actually interesting because he also wrote uh, The Fury or the novel that The Fury Mm -hmm. is based on. I saw that. Yeah, Uh, David Scow, we had last season. He wrote the screenplay for Pick Me Up. Uh, Mm -hmm. And has done the Critters movies, um, some Texas Chainsaw Massacre screenplays. And, of course, Tom Holland. Christine, what's your experience with Tom Holland as a director? Well, uh uh-oh. You fucking stepped on my gag. I was going to do this whole thing about Spider-Man. Please, we you, got time. We got time. Tell me about yeah, Tom Holland and like Spider-Man. Tom Holland is a director. And I was like, I, I can't even do this gag you, now. Uh, there are no rules here. Yes, I, there are. Um, so I... We can do a director's cut where you... But let's, let's do it right now. This is the director's cut. Go. Tom Holland is a good spider. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> not worth it. I'm done. Is he your so, favorite Spider-Man? Oh, boy. Um, I thought... Look, I don't have much to say about this episode, so why not? Um, (laughs) I think for me, Tobey Maguire is is the is not the best. I'm with you on that. Um, I I think Andrew Garfield is a very good Peter Parker. Yes, agreed completely. I think Tom Holland is a better Spider-Man. Okay. I know I am in the minority on no. all of the things that no. I just said. Um, I think both myself and my husband would agree with you on that. Well, that's fun. Yeah. I and I and I like I like Tom Holland. He seems very charismatic. I don't know him as a person. He seems very charismatic and sweet. He's done a lot of voice acting. I think that he's funny mm-hmm. when I hear his voice doing things. He seems like a sweet boy. I hope he's not terrible. Everyone's yeah. terrible. I know. It's a but, sad uh, realization. Tom Holland, the director. I mean, come on. Yeah. Fright Night and Child's Play, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, Thinner. And the Langoliers! And the Langoliers! And quite a few Tales of the Crypt episodes. I forgot about the Langoliers. Yeah. How yeah. could I forget about the Langoliers? How does anybody forget about the Langoliers? And the um, Langoliers was my first Stephen King book, or short story, rather, but I read it at summer camp. Uh, and I remember so hard reading it and, like, really trying to picture the villain, the, the actual Langoliers. And, like, thinking I had in my head and thinking, that can't be what they look like. And then when they made the Langoliers, the miniseries, and they show the Langoliers, I'm like, wow, that's exactly what my 10-year-old mind fathomed up. Like, I could have been a CGI artist, I guess, at the age of 10. Uh, yeah. You could have. Yeah. Um, the Langoliers, other than the Salem's Lot remake with Rob Lowe, the Langoliers might be one of my favorite uh, Stephen King adaptations. Interesting. I have not if watched I ma- it If years. I made a list. Yeah. Huh. I would have to go back to it. It's been since it aired, probably, when I watched it. <gasps> I've watched it so many times really? since then. You, it, wow. you, you should watch it. I guess I will. Um, I don't know. That's I have fun. obviously watched Child's Play a time or two. You... Yes. Yeah. Child's Play is phenomenal, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, Fright. I mean, you, this is like, yes, Tom Holland is a master of yeah. horror. And he's like, almost, I mean, not full out Joe Dante in terms of his comedy, but I think a lot of his horror also had a wink to it. Yes. Um, and I mean, like, Thinner is a very funny movie. Um, Fright Night, obviously, is tonally such an interesting 
tail and child's play and this is the first child's play which tonally is very different from the rest it is easily the most serious of the films it's the one where don mancini kind of had i think the least bit of control on it um so it plays very much like a straight horror film the camp aspects of that movie kind of come when you apply it to the movie and there's still some funny bits and there's you know things about chucky that are still kind of there that you can only take so seriously but it plays like a pretty straight horror film it's probably in some ways might be his most serious movie yeah i think i think um there's a similar to joe dante there's this i'm going to take an absurd concept or idea or setting and i'm going to apply real life to it yeah and like how horrifying it would be if 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 a doll came to life even though that's goofy and like same thing with Fright Night, like, oh, a vampire moved in next door. Like, there's, there's like, a goofiness inherent to, like, the elevator pitch that is then right. he delivers in an interesting way. And he adds stakes to it pretty he- yeah. pretty heavily. And, I mean, Fright Night does have teenagers dying. It, it, it isn't such a piece of fluff the way I think when, – when we think of Fright Night, I think people think of, like, the kind of campier, funnier aspects to it. But there no, is darkness dark, to it. Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah. Um, so in some way, like, and saying all of this makes me kind of sad for this episode because Mm. this is all right there. This is a story about killer ice cream, um, with a darkness to it. And it should feel like all of these things that he can do in a way where not many directors can. And yet I also found it really boring. It was, it was really boring. Um, it, again, like with, um, Right to Die, which we talked about last, um, the direction on it was, was solid. It was an engaging to look at. Like I, there were interesting mm-hmm. camera angles and choice, like interesting choices. Um, sure. it was also more dense story-wise than a lot of these yeah. have been. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot going on, um, like there were flashbacks and there was like multiple characters, um, which is not necessarily something that gets me on your your project side, but right, I, when you I only have an hour, especially, I appreciated the attempt at balance um, that this made. That being said, like this thing was this came in at a disadvantage. It just walked into the room and was like, "I'm daring you to like me." Yeah, that's how I felt because um, there is this is this is the most Stephen King shit I've ever <laughs> you are so right about that and in like in, in in bad ways yeah um the things that I don't like I don't I don't I know everybody loves Stephen King still even though he keeps saying really He's dumb shit really dumb shit and I yeah. don't under, I don't fucking understand it but like that's fine that's this is not the hill that I'm going to die on and I've mm. been told in like people seem to think that my vocality about it could be a detriment um, like I need to shut up about it because everybody loves Stephen King, and if you don't like Stephen King, then there's something wrong with you. You never need to shut about it, up about anything. Let me say that I, first. I just, it's just not for me, and I don't, I don't get it, and I don't appreciate the like the like. I'm not going to lie down at the altar of, of of this man. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make right. sense to me. So when you have something that's so evocative of the things that his stories will often do, like like flashbacks, like. About kids. teenage boys, yeah. one of them's the bully, and, and they're all wearing striped shirts, and, you know, they do something bad, but they feel bad about it, and and then they grow up and come back to this haunted town where yeah. where Big Joe runs the bar, Papa Joe runs the town bar, and it is, it's very, 
Oh, and there's a clown. So, yeah. yes, you are. Yeah. You were right. I wasn't like really conscious of it while watching, but yeah, it it does feel like like bad Stephen King. It's it's yeah. So it's and it and it does some things that I don't that I don't I don't love like I. I don't. It, it tries to be nostalgic, but I don't know like what time period it's being. I nostalgic was going to say for. the same thing. What era is this? Because so Lee yeah. Turgeson from Oz is the um, star, and he's one of those actors that like if you told me at the time of filming this movie he was forty, I'd believe you. If you told yep. me he was thirty, I'd believe you. If you told me he was fifty, yep. I'd believe you. Like I have no idea. The actor playing Papa Joe looks like he's supposed to be ten years older. They're all. They all seem to be different ages. Yeah. yeah. And yep. there's no, like, they're dressed like you're watching a Stephen King 50s movie, but these kids clearly did not grow up in the 50s. So have them, as kids, be like, I don't know, wearing bell bottoms or something. I don't know. There's no, and granted, these are filmed quickly. I get that. But don't seep yourself in nostalgia when ice cream costs 25 cents if you're not even going to tell me what year it was. Yeah, I didn't. So, like, when, when too much hinges on nostalgia, but, yeah, it's not, it's not like, real. Yeah. Or I, I didn't, like, it made me care less. Mm-hmm. And so it's about a clown. It This one felt like a, like a, like a Tales from the Crypt or yeah, a Creep show as well. Yeah. And which, go, like, rewind how many episodes and listen to me screaming about how this, why, they should all feel like that. Right, that's the easiest uh, template. They should, they should all feel like EC stories. And then I, I get two in a row that, that feel like Tales from the Crypt. Mediocre and I'm like, Tales from the Crypt, why, yeah. Why are you doing this? What yeah. are you doing? But this one was really dense, but I didn't feel like it accomplished anything. Because at the end of the day, it is, it is about a clown that they terrorized and murdered and murdered that, yeah that came back to murder the children that murdered him one by one by giving their kids uh ice cream voodoo dolls yes why did that have to be an, an hour i literally just told you <laughs> well and i mean as a concept it's fine and fun yeah, the and like it's actually fine yeah for sure yeah like look and this was 2007 where evil clowns weren't everywhere just yet like they hadn't blown up the way they did and it's funny i don't know if you like recall this period of time like when i was in high school i I would say like yeah i'm afraid of clowns like i think clowns are creepy and i remember my friends giving me such a hard time about that and they used to make fun of me for it they're like oh my god a clown what's scary about a clown i'm like a lot of shit's scary like why do you think clowns are in poltergeist and clowns are often Mm -hmm. in horror but not in horror enough which at the time they weren't like you you had a handful of killer clown movies and there really weren't that many and then again the same friends that used to make fun of me for bringing dawn of the dead to sleepovers who then would put then in 2015 were posting spoilers to walking dead on their facebook pages like that whole like the way um I don't want to say I'm ahead of my time, but I was because then you did have this blow up of killer clowns, right? With mm-hmm. like with it, with the whatever the clowns in the neighborhoods thing from a couple of years ago, like they were everywhere. It was a thing. Fine, like so. This episode, like, there's things about it that should have really clicked. Like mm-hmm. you have an evil clown, and he's a gross clown. Like they, like when they show the makeup of the clown, it's kind of gross. Killer ice cream and the and big big effects to where it's kind of cool. Like this idea that, of eating ice cream and melting—that's neat. Very 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 the stuff. Yeah. Very yeah. It, it it's gooey and weird yeah. and like okay. Um, maybe I think 
do you think it's that the 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 lead the actors in it are playing it so straight do you think that's the problem i mean that could be part of it i i think that that goes back to how um how heavy it, the the nostalgia feels and the flashbacks yeah. feel like i never was invested enough yep and and here's the thing like so william forsyth plays the clown and i love him and when he's like the nostalgia clown like the real clown like a man mm-hmm. as a clown i i felt manipulated yeah. and i didn't appreciate that yeah because he's supposed to be like a little bit um what would they call it touched or you know not that smart um but he's found this one thing he can do which is drive a truck and deliver ice cream to kids and he's really goofy and like he connects to the kids and he's really sweet and so anything bad that happens to him you feel really like bad for but you're right it's just so heavy-handed like oh look at this perfect creature that these kids did wrong and Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know yeah Whose side so, am I supposed to be on? Yep. So I feel bad because you, they, they are, call, they call, like, they call him the R word. Maybe not. They don't maybe say it, but that's what they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're serving me, um, cl- clown R word, which I did was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's 2000 something here. This, mm. I, I guess this we're still doing we started this. not doing that, but yeah. <laughs> but like, like, okay, fine. Like weird. But then, yeah. And he's so sweet and he's not, he seemed, he seems like like a sweet guy and they're like yeah but he's so stupid and i'm like is he like he seems really nice and yeah. like he's he's like he un- like he knows which kids to like interact with like yeah and i was like this guy seems really good at his job like like lay off so yeah i got like irritated by it and so like you make me feel bad for him or you make me feel empathy or you make me relate to him and then you're like mm. and also now he murders people right so now we want to see him die and i'm like i don't know that i do like, what Lee, I don't. Yeah, okay. Lee Turgeson's family is kind of shitty. I don't know that I'd be that sad with one of them dying as opposed to Buster dying again. So like, but then they don't. E- they don't even explain. Like they don't. Ex- this is such a. It's spent time yeah. on weird things. It's like, based what on a short it? story, and I have a feeling like the short story is probably like 120 pages. Like it feels like this was supposed to be a full length movie because mm-hmm. it opens on a funeral. Yep. Of a character we, we don't know. It's a character that died in the prologue. But then, like, throughout, they keep talking about these two characters that died. And I'm watching it thinking, who's the other one that died? Like, I've already forgotten the amount of characters in this. And there's a history. And, like, doesn't at the funeral, um, the widow of the dead guy, like, says something really telling to Lee Turgeson that's like, oh, what's the story there? Oh, I don't know. Like, and we don't find out either. And it's like, wait, why? But... You you meant to give us a much bigger story here. Well, a hundred percent because like it, the the film with the clown, um, like it, there are a group of kids who we see in flashbacks who are the adults. Yeah, but I didn't understand that. That's I didn't even what know was who happening. was who. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I guess the big kid's supposed to be Papa Joe because he's bigger. Yeah. But that's all I got. Yeah. So I pieced it together by looking at IMDb names, like ah. Young This. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, that's what it is. So you by worked the time, far harder than I did. So you didn't establish your main group of kids as adults. So when you flashed yeah. back to them as children, I didn't have, like, a yep. point. 
Even if it was just like this kid has red hair. I was gonna say cast a kid with. I was gonna say the same exact thing. Cast a kid with red hair. Make it easier. Cast a black like, kid. Cast somebody that wasn't a white man. But why would we do that in the Masters of Horror? Yeah, like like oh, this is yeah right. So it, there was that disconnect, and then there's the implication that that the clown didn't start coming back and murdering people until the dude from Oz came back into town. So like, but that got lost. I felt like that got buried. Yeah. And I didn't really understand. Like, Cause was that why the wife was pissed at him? Like, did they, but no, it's never explained. It, it, well, it's not explained. So yeah. it's this really dense story that we don't get enough of, but like they focus on, like I, I literally watched this man use our little remote control to turn lights off and on for a minute. <laughs> Why didn't why didn't you show why didn't you tell me a, an efficient story yeah. if you're going to spend time doing that? But so like again, I don't know who to root for. I don't know who I care about. I don't know how I f- I I would sometimes applaud something for doing this, but I don't even know how I feel about the main character. Like he did kind of kill that man. Yeah. Like I get that he was a kid and it was an accident, but how much empathy am I Right. To feel for him. And the final scene where he is saying, where he is apologizing to Buster, right? He's saying, like, we did you wrong. I'm sorry, but I can't let you do this. Like, I just felt nothing in that because yeah. he's still about to kill him. And yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird, like, you have made your villain too sympathetic. It makes me think, oddly enough, of um, so the, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Which I am one of the few people that didn't hate it. I think that there is some, there are things there that I think actually are underrated. I think it's a mess. But I think there are certain elements of that movie that could have worked if handled differently. But one thing I think was a terrible idea. Um, to me, it is clear that movie toys with Freddie being guilty. Like there is all of this like repressed memory where the kids start to doubt that he actually did anything to them. And I'm, mm-hmm. and meanwhile, Clancy Brown is there as this, like, gung-ho dad that was all about trying to kill Freddy. And I think it's, to me, it's really clear that in one draft of that screenplay, Freddy was innocent and Clancy Brown was actually the kid that was molesting, the guy that was molesting the kids. Mm. And as a result, it ends up being very odd because you're meant to, like, sympathize with Freddy for half the movie until you get to a point where you can't anymore because he's still trying to kill characters that we're supposed to care more about. But yeah. you can't just do that. Like, there is nuance. I mean, Candyman is a villain that is loaded with all of this stuff to where it's hard to ever really say he's wrong, right? He's You don't want him killing innocent people, but it's, you know, you watch and you're also torn saying, well, look what happened to him. Look what mm-hmm. people have done to him. He is justified in doing what he's doing. And it's it's a conflict you have as a viewer. But with this, it's just... I feel shitty rooting against the, you know, nice guy that wasn't that smart that got murdered in his youth by a bunch of shitty kids. And now, but I'm supposed to root against him. I think. I don't know. It's shitty. It just, it makes it unpleasant more than anything else. It it, it really does. So I, I, yeah, I, again, with this one, I fall more on the, on the side of indifference Mm -hmm. because like, I don't. I don't know if I care enough to be Same. irritated. Yeah. Uh, but also I'm, I was just scrolling through pictures and I, I saw the back cover of the, this, the DVD for this. Um, and they do call him a mentally challenged man who sells ice cream. So, I mean, I guess it's there. Yeah. And, uh, uh, until a cruel prank by a bunch of neighborhood boys goes horrifically wrong. I, I mean, I don't know. Was that a cruel prank? 
best, his ice cream truck would have rolling down the hill, livelihood taken away from him. Yeah, that's yeah. not a prank. Right. I'll, at at worst, I mean, if he didn't get hit by his truck, which he did, at worst, he run it runs into a child yep. or like somebody taking a walk. It could it could have killed a family pet. Yeah. Done uh, so much property damage. That was not a prank. A it, prank. I don't even. Know it what almost a prank. would have been more effective. Yeah. Or if they had done the same thing, and let's say it didn't hurt anybody, it just that the car um, rolled down the hill and crashed, and he was fired and couldn't sell ice cream anymore. And then he was resentful and and went to a. I don't know, a somebody who could do black magic, and that's how we ended up with this spell. Like, That's more interesting than them killing him. Because yeah. now I don't have to contend with, this guy was a murderer, was responsible for murder the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny, because yeah. I was the same way. Like, I wasn't that offended. I wasn't offended by this episode. I wasn't, I just kind of, and I've seen this one before, too. I remember it. I'm like, I've watched this before. I still don't know how it ends. I still remember nothing of it, but I know I've seen it before. And I wasn't bothered. I just felt like I told you, like, you're not going to be, like, you're not going to get angry. You're just going to get bored. But when you, you know, we've only been talking about this episode for 20 minutes. When you dive deeper into it, you do start to get mad because you're like, I don't know. This could have been, this could have been done better. (sighs) Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, I. I thought, yeah, making him be, as the box art says, mentally challenged is manipulative. Um, You're either insinuating that he, I don't know, I don't know what the point of that was, other than to be manipulative. Yeah. I was good. I was going to try to make an excuse for it, but I don't, I don't know why. So it was manipulative and the boys were mean about it. So Mm -hmm. I feel, I feel sympathy or empathy, or any to I feel bad, and now you're, the boys are being mean about it, so now I hate the boys. Yep. Because you set up this, like, this caricature of a poor man, like, this sad, poor, defenseless man, and you, now I hate these boys? Why did you do that? Yeah. Stephen King might never do, well, no, did Stephen <laughs> King do, I mean, I was gonna say Stephen King would never do that, but I think he does. Yeah. You have made, these boys have done something so irredeemable although papa joe the little boy that played papa joe was like i'm not into this goodbye so why did he have to die yeah i mean i you could argue that he could have stopped it as well but i mean he could have but like i don't think it's unfair to lump him in there yeah i'm not into this yeah goodbye as the same as the kid that that actually pulled the brake yeah no, you're right. I, I'm getting too into semantics on this one. I, I think we both thought harder about this now than Tom Holland did. <laughs> um, so in the end, uh, the man from Oz um, takes some very soft strawberry ice cream from his own freezer and puts it into a wrapper that he found. And I guess the wrapper was enchanted because it carves out a little... Um, little ice cream man clown and when you bite the ice cream man clown he goes away i guess i don't remember i think i stopped paying attention oh yeah because remember he like didn't have a nose yeah i don't know if that was supposed to be because that was back when he was human he didn't have a nose yeah 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 Yeah, it's kind of a dumb episode do you recommend people watch it i don't know why yeah i think if you i guess if you um really want some gooey practical effects 
there's some really good ones on display. I mean, this is Nicotero doing his thing. And there is one sequence in particular that is like pure gooey man melting. That's kind of cool. But you can probably stop it then and be happy. <laughs> I look for me, there wasn't enough ice cream. Mm. And it wasn't about the ice cream enough. I wanted to know what I, are these yeah. bars? Yeah, it was. How it, did that make mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Yeah, like, we didn't get details, know. right? At one point, a kid orders a drumstick, and he's offended, but... We got the wrong details. Yeah, that's a really good point. I don't... And then, I don't know. His, so, and like, this, I, I am so tired of boring sports, families in, in horror. Oh, boy. Don't give me boring kids. Don't give me a boring wife. Like, do something fun with them. And... Like, I, yeah, like that's what you get here. You just get a wife and two kids, and they don't bring anything. The daughter at some is like a little sassy, and I wanted her to do more or to like, I don't know, get to get to do something. But no, it no. made me miss the kids from the V word, right? Yeah, and that's I think why the V word to me was so refreshing was because you had teenagers who were had personality and like were people and had. And were, like, interacted with each other, interestingly. And they weren't just cardboard child. And that's what you get here. And so nobody's interesting. Nobody has any spark. And that's just lacking in the whole episode. So, yeah, It's disappointing, I'd say. I think the more the more that I think about it, I am getting more irritated about yeah. it. So I had originally done, done a 4 out of 10. I think I'm moving it down to a 3. Oof, ouch. I'd, I'd probably go, um, well, if, if Right to Life is a five, uh, this is probably a four for me. Yeah, it, it, it just, it, I, I can't, I, I'm, I'm now currently hung up on the characterization of the clown when he was not yeah. uh, an evil, vengeful spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really upset about that for some reason. It, it felt really gross. And the more I think about it, the angrier I get. I think that's reasonable. So, yeah. Well, well, that there, was episode 10. There you have it, everybody. Episode 10. Uh, when next we meet, we are going to be going to waters that you know well, right? With uh, Sir Gordon's Black Cat. I'm ready to give it a 10 right now. <laughs> I'm excited because I have not seen that. I think I'm going to make uh, my husband watch it with me. I hope that it's as good as I remember, and I'm really worried that it's <laughs> Oh, Let's both cross our fingers and... Uh, do so. Should we eat the ice cream or do we not eat the ice cream? Is the idea that like it's gonna kill the evil clown or that it's gonna kill our parents? Well, I don't know. I guess we have to look and see what it. Yeah, well, it depends on how good the like. ice cream is. I miss ice cream trucks. I love like usually once, maybe twice in the summer, I'll get a Mr. Frosty, um, Mr. Frosty, Mr. Softy. Uh, like I'll just get like a vanilla cone sprinkled and it's like the most satisfying thing on a hot day when like you know that it's summer and I am obviously not doing that because apocalypse so yeah do you yeah. are do you can you obviously have limitations on ice cream right yeah you can't do actual ice cream but I'm sure you have alter- alternates right there's um non-dairy ice cream is a is a uh, segment of a uh, food that has blown up mm-hmm the last, I don't Good. know, five to eight years. Yep. Like, it, there's always been stuff available, mm-hmm. like, to whatever degree, but it has exploded. Good. And now there is an embarrassment of riches. There are even, like, 
like ice cream and cookie sandwiches that I can eat, nice. which in, that which means it has to be completely vegan and also gluten free, which is wild that somebody made that. Yeah, I appreciate it. I am also still diabetic, so I have to oh. watch myself. Oh, <laughs> oh, that, that made me. I was so happy as you were saying these things, and now I am sad. But oh, it's good. It's okay. Okay. Um, good. you know, at least I. He didn't get hit by an ice cream truck. <laughs> That's true. So everybody watch your back and, and always, when they're, I mean, what it comes down to is when you see a group of teenagers, know that they're up to no good. Plain and simple. Watch yourself. Watch your friends. That's the only assumption you can make. Watch your friendly ice cream clown and, and be safe. I'm a good human man. I'm the only man, man with the ice cream pan. I take my ice cream across the land. Stuff strawberry shortcake, a chocolate eclair. It's toasted armor with a sidewalk fair. Cookie sandwich with a chocolate chip. How about a Sunday cone that'll make you flip? I'm a good human man. I'm putting good human ice cream in every store. If it's tasty, you want, you couldn't ask for more. I'm a good human man. Get into a good human.